Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey, 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 good morning to you. Oh, well, we have a treat and a blessing here today, and I am going to be introducing her. She's a person. (laughs) Our blessing is a person today, and I'll be introducing her in just a moment. But first, of course, we're going to pray in, as we always do, a prayer and a blessing. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I like to pray. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with me. As we move into an awareness of our our heart, what A Course in Miracles calls the altar, that sacred space that can never be hurt, harmed, destroyed, damaged, broken in any way, shape, or form. It is our true nature to be perfect love at all times. And so we're grateful and thankful right now to consciously partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, the I am that I am, for the purpose of remembering our divinity and the divinity of all life. This day we're choosing to let our grievances go. We're choosing to remember who we really are. We are grateful and thankful to return home in our heart and say yes to more peace, more love, more joy, more prosperity, more wholeness revealing itself in our awareness and manifesting and demonstrating in our experience. We're grateful and thankful to come together in love and we allow this prayer and all its benefits to be shared with everyone because we're one with them. Grateful and thankful to know it is so. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. (sighs) Well, again, welcome. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and today I have a guest who is a very dear friend of mine, one of my longtime prayer partners, musician, teacher, songwriter, practitioner, and really in her own way, very much a minister, Jennifer Ruth Russell. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend and my mentor. It's wonderful to be with you this morning. Yeah, it's great. And, um, you know, it's it's fun to be able to have such a close friend on the radio show. And I got such a clear message from Spirit to have you on. It's time. I've never had a musical guest on the show. So we're going to be playing some music during the show, some of my favorite songs and some new songs from Jennifer. And I'm just going to let you know up front that you can go to Jennifer's website. It's very simple, Jennifer Ruth Russell. Uh You'll find it at uh, com, and you can learn more about the many things that she shares and offers. And I'll tell you, Jennifer and I met at the Agape International Spiritual Center. At, I think we met at the time when you were... Uh, 
Ricky Byer, Byers Beckwith's uh, assistant. You were assistant in the music ministry there. Is that when we were? Is that what you were doing when we first met? Yes, I was a assistant to the music and arts ministry there, and and definitely working with Ricky Byers Beckwith. Yes, that's when we met, and I'll never forget. You came up to me and um, took me by the hand and said that you had some mystical things to teach me, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was willing and ready, and it was it was just a wonderful um, opening in my life when I first met you. It was just wonderful, and we've done so much since then. But that was it was uh, exactly what I needed at that time. Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting because I can't even imagine myself saying that to someone. Now, I have something to teach you, but um, certainly we, as as all all people do, we teach each other and we grow together and learn from each other, spiraling upward together. And um, some of the folks who've been listening to my radio show for years now have heard me talk about my year-long Masterful Living class. And Jennifer was actually in the very first year that I... I offered the class, and um, I I do remember being called to invite you to come and participate in the class, uh, which thank God you did. And uh, it uh, when I first was, I'll let you know because I think this is also part of what we're offering in in our discussion today. Jennifer is um, inspiration for light workers who don't feel worthy who feel called but are feeling unsure and feeling unworthy and feeling like oh i don't know how to step out as a light worker because back in uh, 2008 when i got the idea to do my year-long masterful living class I was doing my Finding Freedom class, my Finding Freedom boot camp, and I got a very clear directive to do a year-long class. And when that first came through, I just thought, oh, God, a year. How could I ever commit to teaching a weekly class for a year? That just, oof, that seems like too much. And I got the strong message that the healing that I was interested in having for myself would come through holding the space for others. And of course, it it did and it continues to because now I have Masterful Living uh, year one, year two, year three, and we've got people who've been in class with me um, uh, back back to when you were in class with me. So um, it's it's so important to say yes and to know that everything you need will be provided to you if you're just willing. And uh, I've seen you demonstrate that so much. In fact, one of the things I remember is that in that in that year, that was 2009, that first year of Masterful Living, you um, you set the intention to put out your first CD. Yes. Yes, and it, and it's um, you know one with the one came out during that that year, and that course, that masterful living course, was such fertile ground for the birthing of creativity. Um, in fact, we're going to hear two songs today, basically that were created in that time period, and I was just I was just so ready for. Um, the wonderful teachings that you had for us and it it was one of those experiences of of um 
you know, just being like a sponge and and drinking it all up and and stepping out doing my I have done a lot of children's music before that I I'd, I'd written the virtue songs um and probably written about 80 children's songs but then I really it was time for me to come out of the box you know it was time for me to come out as as Ruth <laughs> Jennifer Ruth Russell came out in that year <laughs> so thank you, you know- yeah, well, you know, um, one of the things that I've watched you over the years, you you help so many people who are really, uh, like we were, uh, afraid to take the next steps, afraid to go uh, public with our, just our willingness to share. We had so much to share, and I think really what happened for both of us is we just couldn't keep it bottled up anymore. And so you offer a lot of support, counseling, teaching, as well as, as having a powerful music ministry for light workers who are feeling insecure, resistant, reluctant, stuck. And I think that's one of the main reasons why Spirit gave me this real strong impetus to have you on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, in terms of A Course in Miracles, because you, you, I, I love to play your songs at Course in Miracles events. Uh, you've got some fantastic uh, forgiveness songs and uh, some of my favorites we're going to play today. And um, you have written songs based on your the inspiration from a course of miracles i i know you've done the workbook a couple of times why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you came to a course of miracles and um and that relationship between your experience of a course of miracles and all the science of mind teachings because like me you're a science of mind practitioner and you work with a lot of practitioners yeah i do and and um I am grateful, uh, just looking back at what the history of the Course in Miracles in my life because I re, I had a friend, I have a friend that every Christmas she says, give me exactly what you want. And I, and I have my Course in Miracles book here with her wonderful signature in the front in 1994. So that's how long this, this wonderful teaching has been in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, it was my hunger, you know, at that time to really go through the book. And you know what? I, I remember going through it like, well, I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm going to do it. And I do that a lot. If I feel like I'm really called to a teaching, I really let myself surrender to the teaching. And then um, when Gary Renard came back into, you know, circled around, I think through you, um, I heard about Gary Renard. And as I really got into the dis- disappearance of the universe, I was like, oh, Okay, and I had to go back and do the whole course again, and um, I I keep it close to me. I keep it close to me. It has it's in all my music because to me I feel like it was a real foundational course. It's it is there when everything else continues to grow. It is there and it's growing in me and in my understanding. You know, it's it's deep, and I am now working with the company of heaven, and it. So it's added more richness to the course uh, for me. So I, when I was, uh, we're, we're going to hear, I'll, I'll talk about this one a little bit later, 
Um, but Lesson 68 is one of my favorites. And also Lesson 365 is absolutely my favorite. You know, it's mm. show, you know, direct me. You know, this, this holy instant would I give to you. Be you in charge. For I would follow you. It's been a, a real journey for me. Mm. Cer- certain that your direction gives me peace. And that surrender, that surrender to my high holy self, that surrender to that place within me that is my true godness, that is, you know, is that place where I bow <laughs> and I open my heart and lift my voice in song. Um, wow, what a journey it has been, even as a spiritual leader. You know, to continue to bow, to continue to humbly know that in my little self, I really can't do much. And to open up to that high knowing. Yes. So much freedom there. To be real self. So (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's play one of your songs. So, uh, I, one of my favorite songs is off that one with the one, uh, CD. And, uh, it's, it's called Come Whoever You Are. And, uh, just very briefly, you want to tell us anything about the song before we play it? Yes, I do. When I read this poem by Rumi, um, I went into tears because I, I'm a, a recovering codependent, actually. And my son, who was suffering with a, some addiction at that time, this song was just like water in the desert. So, and it still, it still is. All right, here we go. Come Whoever You Are by Jennifer Ruth Russell.
So we're listening to Come Whoever You Are. It's one of my favorite songs off of Jennifer Ruth Russell's first, uh, well, it's not really her first CD because <laughs> you do have all the beautiful music for children. Um, but it's off the CD one with the one. And uh, as you said, the, the lyrics are the poem by Rumi. And I play this song a lot when I do retreats. And I play it in forgiveness workshops. It's such a beautiful forgiveness song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I have a free forgiveness workshop on the homepage of jenniferhadley.com. And it has all these forgiveness tools in it. And I encourage anyone to listen to that song as part of their forgiveness work. It, for me, it just goes right to my heart. The music just opens my heart. And then Rumi's lyrics just welcoming us home as that uh, prodigal son. Yes. So yes. magnificent. Yes, I love that line. Even though you have broken your vow a thousand times, come, yet again, come. It's just like we're totally off the hook, no matter how many times it takes us to get it. <laughs> exactly that is the thing no matter how many times it doesn't matter it's it's always the perfect moment to just mm-hmm. return home return home in our heart and in our mind and you know i'm feeling jennifer that it 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 would be valuable to let people know that you do have this wonderful music for children. We're not planned, planning to play any of it today, but the virtue songs are fantastic. And uh, people often ask me, do you have any Course of Miracles tools for children or for families? And it strikes me as we're talking that the virtue songs you've written are a perfect thing for people either in a church community or in families to have these beautiful songs to help teach their children, uplift. Uh, I wonder if you could tell us just a little bit uh, about the feedback even that you've gotten of people playing those songs in their family or in their youth churches and things like that. Absolutely. You know, the virtue songs, A through Z, are 52 songs that are specific little seeds of the virtues. And I'm just fascinated because the virtues have grown in me. They were kind of, after I finished practitioner training, I wrote these songs, and I always think of these songs as my third year practitioner training. (laughs) Because they're very specific. You know, what is forgiveness? How do you practice forgiveness? There's a song about forgiveness. Um, The other, you know, there's each song, like caring, responsibility, honesty, the basics. It's such a great teaching tool, and parents love these because they can just put them on. Kids love to start, you know, how kids pick up words just like that. So kids start singing these songs that are about the virtues, which to me are the attributes of the divine. And um, it's great. I mean, you know, people come up to me and say, I've raised my kids on these songs. Thank you so much for giving me the tools to, to teach the very substance of God as, you know, honesty, as kindness, as love, as peace, as unity. So um, they've been powerful, and I've taken them also into elementary schools. Um, and, the, of course, that is, we're, you know, taking 
the virtues, we can take them anywhere. They don't need to be outside of church state. They just go anywhere. So these songs have been really a powerful tool for elementary schools as well to to teach base like community, respect, you know, all those good stuff, all that good stuff. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm so glad that uh, I thought to mention that that you also brought it up because, yeah, so many people uh, do say to me, "Well, how can I teach these things to my children?" And I think your music is a wonderful way to do that. The the virtue songs, and so anybody can go to jenniferruthrussell.com and. Uh, under the music menu there, you can see all the different offerings that Jennifer has there. And she also, you travel and you do perform uh, in churches all over the place. Yes, I do. I, I love to do that, to go to a lot of unity churches and to uh, centers for spiritual living. Anywhere that people want to hear a song that opens the heart, because that's really my life mission is to uplift, empower, and transform with my songs that open the heart. That's what I say to myself every day. That's what I know. (laughs) It's my job. That's my job. (laughs) Indeed. Well, speaking of opening the heart, you have a song that you wrote about Lesson 68. Lesson 68 is is my favorite. So uh, we're going to play that song here in just a a minute. Uh, Tell us a little bit about how you got inspired to write this song. You know, I have carried this song around me on the, my notes in my my smartphone and, and just going, okay, you know, speak to me. I want to put you in a song because I love you so much and you're what I want to know. I, I, I really create songs from what I'm wanting to know. Mm-hmm. And so this song birthed itself when my mom was making her transition. She was in the hospital. And I had some moments in the hospital. I remember being down there in the cafeteria. They were closing it. I was the only person left. And I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) I see you. I see you. I see you as my friend. Mm -hmm. I see you. You help me to know. I mean, I'm not saying the words right, right, right. Now I've got so carried away here. But (laughs) I see you. (laughs) Uh, You help me to come to know myself. You know, and and then, you know, this wonderful man came and and took my string arrangement and just totally amplified it in the range in the in the recording. So you're gonna you're gonna get to hear that. Just I love this song, and it speaks right to what we are all doing right now: is seeing each other as whole, seeing mm. each other as perfect. Yes, exactly. So. We're going to play the song as we go into our break here. Lesson 68, Jennifer Ruth Russell.
been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and today my guest is a Course in Miracles student, songwriter, teacher, counselor, practitioner, inspiration, Jennifer Ruth Russell. She has written some of my favorite songs that I love to play at my Course in Miracles events, the retreats and workshops, and I'm so happy to be sharing some of her music today. Welcome back, Jennifer. Thank you. So grateful to be here. Yes. And the the whole thing about how we are given these gifts and talents and we feel so moved to share them, but sometimes we get this resistance, this reluctance, this deep sense of unworthiness about shining our light in the world. And you and I have both gone through that experience. We both help others to move to the other side of it. I I think it would be so helpful to just share a couple of things that you've learned, Jennifer, in letting go of that resistance and reluctance. What are some things that you could recommend to anybody, whether they're an artist or a minister, because I know you work with a lot of ministers as well as practitioners in, in being able to just start a business as a counselor or a teacher, start a ministry. What, what are some of the key things that you share with people who are have been holding back? You know, I think the most important thing that has been for me, I'm going to just start personally talking about, you know, as an artist, is I think that all of this has been for one purpose only, and that is for me to really believe in myself as an artist. You know, all the, the songs that I've created, and I, I put them all on a um, thumb drive the other day, and there's 141 songs that I have produced, written and produced, which is really amazing when I looked at it like that. And I thought, wow, all of this is really just for that wonderful experience of me starting to really take myself seriously. (laughs) I know that sounds kind of crazy. That's a lot of work. But you know, the, the believing in yourself and having faith that what you have to offer is valuable to me is the most important thing and to get very clear about what you offer to be very clear in the languaging of what you offer has seemed to be really important to everyone every practitioner and minister that I coach is like how do you talk about what you do in everyday language because as soon as we start talking in you know well I, I you know I help people cross the rainbow bridge into transformation um, I mean, you know, everybody kind of gets glassy-eyed, people that aren't in the beliefs, people that don't know about the Course of Miracles yet. You know, how do you use this everyday language to speak about this amazing gifts that, that we have received? I think it's really important to watch your languaging, to really come into the simple, to the doable, and to realize what value you bring. I mean, just to sit with someone and listen and pray with them is of huge value, of huge value to the world. And I feel that the, the lightworkers of this world, that's part of, 
you know, what opening of the heart and then opening of the mouth. You know, it's time to speak. It's time to speak about what we know because everyone else needs to hear it now. It's not It's not time for us to like, oh, I shouldn't be saying anything because I might offend some. No, it's time for us to get really vocal. It's time for us to speak of what we know, even if it's just like, no, I'd rather. This happened to me on Facebook yesterday. I posted something about the greeting that the Hungarian um, refugees were receiving in Frankfurt. And I just said, oh, this is like, I love this. I love seeing this, that everybody is being greeted with such love and welcome and food and clapping and songs. And somebody responded, yeah, but do you know that there are this, da, 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 does, and that they're really wanting to plant people in Germany to do their labor and, you know, started bringing up a lot of the other stuff. And I said, well, I'm going to choose to look at the love. I'm going to keep choosing to look at the love that's going on here and that that place of opening. The heart has opened here. And uh, it's just something as simple as that, I think, to be vocal about what we know. Yeah, it's it's time for us to come out from among them in a sense. And it's interesting because the journey of awakening requires us to move into a place of true humility. And true humility is when you know that you are not better than anyone and you are not less than anyone. You are one with everyone. That's what true humility is. Mm-hmm. And it, it is that awareness of true humility and being willing to embody that that is the, the liberation from thinking that you can't share, you don't have something to share, or you're not quite ready yet, or you don't have what it takes. I remember uh, in practitioner training, in ministerial training with Reverend Michael Beckwith, I'm sure you heard him say this too, Jennifer. He would say, God does not call those who are qualified. Mm-hmm. He qualifies those who are called Amen. and all are called. Yeah. And yeah, so that's it. It's, it's uh, so much like with Masterful Living that first year. I said yes, even though I didn't even know what I was really saying yes to. I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. But I, I could feel, like you've been talking about, you can feel it. And so it's very important for us to get out of our heads and into our hearts. And that's exactly what your music does. It takes us right into our heart so that we can feel the truth of whatever is happening in our lives. And it is time for us to open our mouths. It's time for us to say yes. And it's time for us to also say no. (laughs) And um, you have this wonderful song, Opening of the Mouth. I know there's a story behind it, and I purposely haven't asked you about it personally yet, so you can you can tell us here and introduce this song off your new CD, Opening of the Mouth. We're going to play it in just a moment. But how did how did you get inspired to write this song? Wow. Well, this song um, actually came to me from a book that I read, it, um, a beautiful book I read called Anna, the Grandmother of Jesus by Claire Hartstrong. Mm-hmm. And there People was a, love that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a sequel, Anna, the Voice of the Magdalenes, and I was very drawn to it. And right in the very beginning, this whole process happened to Claire Hartstrong, and it was like the opening of the mouth, and it came through so strongly with her that she actually had a, a, a physical reaction that took her a few months to get over. It was so powerful. 
And as I read that, it just stirred my belly. It just stirred in my belly so strongly about those things. I, I really felt it on a, um, a, a humanity level, you know, that there is this suppression of people that have been suffering for centuries, that have not spoken, that have been the silent ones. I have one in my family that's always the wallflower that never really speaks out, that never really says, no, I don't want that, or yes, I do want that. And so, you know, she became kind of the person that I sang this song to. And I, I feel that it's time for the feminine voice to be heard. And I'm talking about the suppression of not only women, but anyone that suffered, anyone that suffered. So, so to me, this song is is about, you know, it's enough. We're not interested anymore, as you like to say. I love that. I use that all the time. We're not interested anymore in that that place of suffering, in that place of of not speaking out, of thinking it's okay to just stand and stand there and watch something that is cruel, that is filled with hatred, that is you know filled with fear. It's not okay anymore to sit and watch. It's time to open up the mouth. Yes, here we are. We're going to listen to some of this beautiful song, Opening of the Mouth, Jennifer Ruth Russell. It is time for that which has been silenced to be heard. It is time for closed inner ears to open. So that the mother's voice, the mother's voice can time for the silent wound of suffering to be healed. It is time for the fear that has closed our voices to sing at last. To be laid to rest, to be laid to Great. 
Jennifer Ruth Russell, her beautiful music, that song, Opening of the Mouth, it's on uh, her late, uh, Lie Down in That Grass CD, and uh, you can find her music, she has so many beautiful CDs at jenniferruthrussell.com, and um, you just mentioned a uh, uh, to me, while we were listening to that about your husband, who has produced so much of your music and worked so closely with you in that and, and played the guitar in that, correct? Yes, that's right. Michael Gale, he's an amazing guitar player and producer, and he labors over these recordings. So they're, I, you know, people come up to me all the time and say, boy, I listen to your CD all the time. I listen to it over and over and over again. And that's the reason it's so easy on the ear is his loving attention um, to it. What a gift. You know, that's just a gift of grace to me. Um, well, and to all of us. And, and uh, <clears throat> Michael um, is just a lovely man, very talented and so sweet and fun. And uh, I... I I didn't bring this up beforehand, so I'm kind of surprising you here. I hope it's okay. <laughs> I remember in uh, in back in 2009 when you were in Masterful Living with me that first year, um, you gave him a birthday present. Do you remember what it was? Oh, yes. That was such amazing. Yes. Will you tell people about that? <laughs> yes, I will. I um, And thank you. For asking, and I remember that I was so inspired by our work we were doing in that Masterful Living course to do this. 
I gave him a year, a vow of non-judgment. And boy, was it amazing because every time I stepped into judgment, it just kicked me in the butt. I mean, every time that I, <laughs> I found myself in judgment, I was just like, oh, I, I got to feel the power of a vow mm. and the power of judgment. And he was at that time just starting a new endeavor. And so I had so many opinions about it. (laughs) (laughs) And what I remember you saying uh, during that year that you thought that for his birthday, you were giving him this gift of a year without judgment. Mm -hmm. You thought you were giving him the gift and that you found out that really it was yourself that you, you gave the gift to. Absolutely. In fact, the next year I asked him, I said, so how was that? And he said, what? (laughs) (laughs) He had no idea. He couldn't remember. (laughs) Even though I did a whole ceremony around it. (laughs) It's so, it's so amazing and powerful. How many people are willing to take a vow not to judge their loved ones? I hope that hearing that people will be inspired to follow in your heart steps and and take a vow to no longer judge their loved ones it it really is the gift we give ourselves is to stop judging our loved ones it's amazing how much freedom and healing physical emotional and mental healing takes place when we're willing to take that kind of a vow and um gosh we're almost out of time here one of the things i'd i'd like to mention is that Jennifer does is she does and I hope it's okay to mention this as well you, uh, you you do spiritual counseling like I do and you do free clarity sessions for people and I know uh, many people who've taken uh, the time to do that with you and worked one on one with you and have found it to be extremely beneficial can you just say a little bit about those free clarity sessions that you do you know, these simple times are a, a chance for somebody, somebody to have prayer around something they really want to get clarity about. And I love that clarity is is one of the great rays. To me, it's the, the ray of, you know, wisdom. And just calling, we can call on it 24-7. So to sit together in prayer and ask for clarity of something, it, it offers somebody a chance to really get clear about something and for them to have an opportunity to see my work, too, and see if there's anything else that we'd like to do together. So if you go to my website, you know, jenniferruthrussell.com, just look under prayer and you'll see a little button right there that you can you can push and and take me up on my offer. I'd love to sit with you in prayer. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Mm, yes, it is. And you are a wonderful prayer. And uh, this I know. Uh, Jennifer has been a prayer partner of mine for many years. I didn't even know how many years it's been now. Uh, and uh, the power of prayer is something we have learned to demonstrate. And one of the things about your songs is so many of them feel like prayers and uh, one of the ones that uh, is I, I will literally put this song on and play it for an hour um, and people who go on retreat with me and things like that people who've done the uh, 
gotten the live streams of my retreats have heard the song over and over and over again. They they know this song. And uh, it's called the Ho'oponopono song. And people can get it for free at your website, correct? That's right. If you just um, take me up, it's right there on the front page. It's my offering. Yeah, anybody comes and t- gives me a visit. So I'm, I'm going to close this out here with a prayer, and we're going to start the Ho'oponopono song. Of course, Ho'oponopono, the Hawaiian practice of forgiveness. And it, it's just such a healing song. I encourage anyone who would just like to feel uplifted or to hear a prayer to open their heart more, to forgive themselves, to forgive anyone, to download this song and just let it play again. Put it on repeat and play it again and again and again and sing along with it. Uh, I bet you that's Ray Davis singing along there with you. Actually, it's Dion Mial. Oh, okay. I, I sounded like Ray to me. Um, <laughs> it's just a beautiful, beautiful offering and uh, just a gift to all of us as you are jennifer thank you for joining me this morning here we are thank you so i'm inviting everyone to place their hand on their heart take this breath of love and gratitude with me as we remember our true identity is perfect love it always has been and it always will be we're grateful and thankful To consciously recognize I am that I am. And I am one with the I am presence of everyone, everywhere. So grateful, so thankful to joyfully open our hearts and minds to the healing that is now. We receive it. We share the benefits with all. We let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me.
I love you. 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 I love you.